Welcome to a Mountain to Climb podcast where we talk about business, conspiracy, and anything in between. I'm Brigham. I'm Joe. And I'm Jerry. This is episode 10. I don't even know. I don't know. Feels like it should be higher than 10, but it might even be 10. I don't know. Did you know 90% of podcasts fail before, I think, episode 9? And then 90% of those who don't fail at 9, fail at 25. So we're in the 10%. Dang. As long as we make it past 25, we're good. We're in the 1%. I've been finding more interesting podcasts recently. Dude, there's so many podcasts out there. Like, I don't even listen to music anymore. Usually, I just throw a podcast on. Same. You guys heard of uh, The Art of Man? Heard of it. I listened to one of his today. I think I've actually listened to a couple. They're pretty good. He just so this says, History's Fastest Pitch, MLB. So that's the league. Yeah, Major League Baseball, MLB. 105.8. Dang. Dude, it's probably like... Chapman's was the pitch. What, what year was that thrown? It's probably just like... Uh, like racing, just that one mile faster is freaking hard to get, and people are just striving and just breaking it by one mile is a big deal. I don't know what year it was. Same with throwing baseballs, because the fastest one this year was 104, so that's only one one mile an Last hour year's faster. Fastest. Last year's fastest. Wow. Do you know that? Pro softball throwers can they throw faster than a lot of major league pitchers? Pro women's underhand. Pro women's softballs th- oftentimes throw faster than major league. Hold up. Sorry. I can look this up because that doesn't. That sounds like it's not true. <laughs> they get they get more leverage on it because they go like this. And then throw, and they can get up to like a hundred miles an hour. Fastest underhand softball pitch, uh, seventy-seven silent. miles per hour. That's not true. I've seen a video online where the girl freaking threw a like hundred mile an hour, and it broke the testing instrument that they, because they had a plate that the ball was hitting. Did she hit the instrument? <laughs> yeah, but it records before you hit the instrument. Well, this. Uh, MLBrun.com says 77. FanBuzz says 77. Wikipedia says 77. So that girl was just catfishing you. This dude. There's a. Ah, lost it. I just watched this video online and they were throwing. There was a baseball player throwing and then there was a softball girl throwing. And the baseball pitcher was throwing like normal overhand. And then the girl pitched. And she went underhand, and she was like almost to 100 miles an hour, and it broke the plate that they hit where the soft, the baseball one didn't. And the baseball one was like 98, still 98 miles an hour. How's your work coming? My work's going pretty good. Still that guy's pretty nice house, full remodel. Yeah, it's coming along pretty good. Basement bathroom. 
pretty much done except for countertop and sink getting plumbed in. This is where we finished school yesterday for the butcher. I might go Friday because I didn't go last Friday, but I guess we'll see. We need to just keep working on that lease and finish getting it finalized. And then we need to get the landlord on top of his responsibilities of getting this facility up and running. I think um, he was supposed to be getting prices today. So we got prices on getting new equipment, but then he was getting prices on labor of install. I wonder if his prices are comparing to ours, because I've gotten three quotes now from people. For install and everything? Yeah. So. Because we gave him those, but it sounded like he wanted to, he might have a better deal of buying the equipment, but he doesn't have a way to install it, because he's, when he buys it, it's going to be shipped to him from Denver, I think. That makes sense, because a lot of times most people upcharge, so if you're going through a company who deals with refrigerant, then they'll like upcharge you. Like if I was doing floors for someone and I supplied the floors, I'd charge another 20% on the material. But a lot of the times, the company, they get like a contractor's price, so they're getting it at like a 20% discount, so it's almost sixes, but we'll need to see what goes on with that because there was one of the companies they said they've got a bunch of used equipment that we could probably get but maybe we shouldn't even mention that and just tell them to put new equipment in now that he's fretting all the cost yeah. and um, with that used equipment if we set up shop somewhere else we might still want that used equipment True. for a different Location. Which is nose. We could could potentially set up another shop pretty quick. I know there's one for sale in Malad. I know that there is a guy that had a shop in Malad that sold a lot of his stuff because he's got a trailer that a kill trailer that he's selling. Maybe it's the same guy. Probably is. Pretty exciting stuff. <clears throat> I need to try to. Now that my contracting stuff's, I'm getting back on top of the scheduling, and now I need to stay on top of it and make sure I keep myself free to put time into the butcher shop too. Like one day a week or something? I think like six days a month, so one day a week and then maybe every other <coughs> Saturday. Nice. I'll probably try to shoot for like the day of the week. I mean, we still need to talk about it, but maybe like middle of the week. I think on a kill day would be pretty ideal and then when we're um, probably taking let's see you think it'd take a full eight hour day to slaughter and process like not process but skin and gut two cows is that a full day's work for two guys no what we're gonna want to we have to quarter them all because it, that freezer is not tall enough for a full half to hang. So we're going to have to quarter them all and then transport them from the kill area to the freezer. And all that might take eight hours. Either that or just um, for gra cut, 
deboning and grinding. But once you debone, then it's just one guy grinding. That's all you need. How long do they have to hang before you can do all that? I think 10 days. With the cows older than 30 months, which most of them will be, then you don't want them hanging for too long. Because they, they get more... Let's see, they either get more tender or more... They get more tender the longer they hang. So maybe you want them hanging a little bit longer, being older. I have them a bunch of stuff in my notes written down somewhere. What makes them taste sour? Because a lot of times when I have home... Cleanly, cut, cleanliness. Home cut meat, then it tastes... It's not rotten, but it tastes bad. <clears throat> it's just contaminants when you're gutting it. You so, can keep a clean meat. When your blade goes into the carcass to skin it, and you pull it back out, then you have to sanitize your blade again. So every time your blade touches anything but the carcass, then it has to be sanitized. So like if you're going like this when you're skinning it, and there's crap or dirt on the fur, and the blade's touching that, and then going into the, touching the meat, and you're contaminating your meat. And that's what makes it taste bad? Yeah. Huh. So you just need a really sharp knife, pull the skin away, and just kind of just keep push your, down. Keep your knife in the skin, and yeah. never pull it out? Yeah. You can like barely move it back and forth, but you don't want to pull it clear through where that contaminant will get on the meat. Yeah, most of the time that taste is just coming from improper um, processing of the meat. So that's the only reason why store-bought stuff tastes different is because they're just highly regulated and they've got these processes down. In the class, we had USDA on site the whole time we was um, skinning them. And we just have to follow their guidelines. Hmm. And if the cow's older than 30 months... You can you have to take the head off, the whole spine, spinal cord, and everything, and dispose of it at somewhere else. It's got mad cow disease. Really? They don't, but they can occur after they're that old. Yeah. They can't before. They don't have any subjects of it before. Hmm. It's interesting. And they don't have any human subjects of it, but they have other animal subjects of it of getting it from eating that meat. Mad cow disease was supposed to be the zombie disease. People were freaking out about it in like 2016. Yeah. Even later than that, it came back up in 16. But over in England and Europe, they used to feed, have a lot of um, like bad meat, spoiled meat that they would just feed back to their animals. And then a lot of their animals started getting mad cow disease. Gross. We were at Lava Hot Springs this last weekend for celebrating Mary's birthday. It was pretty fun. It was awesome. I was uh, in the shower, rinsing off after soaking in the hot tubs. I'm just talking to this guy. And when I come out of the changing rooms and out of the locker room, then they're just like, I think it was Mary. She's like, did you find a new friend? I'm like, yeah. How do you know? And JJ told him, because JJ was waiting for me for a minute. I'm just sitting in the shower talking to this guy. <laughs> Like, what the heck? How do you even start talking to him in the shower? <laughs> I'm like, he just started talking to me, but found out he's the largest, he's in the family who has the largest dairy cow, dairy, dairy process, or the, 
largest dairy farm in Utah. Dang, that's cool. So. And he says he'll probably send you guys some cows when you're running. Most of them cows just go straight to beef, ground ground beef. Well, he said he he says they already have a place that takes all their cows for processing. It's it's just a huge. It's just it's a just, huge company. They've got like a. Is it tires? I don't know who, but it's just a massive company that just sits there and like almost chain like tires up in above Logan. There's one here, yeah. Has a huge processing system. Yeah, they're just massive process like meat processing where it's almost all like automated. Um, not automated. It's like was assembly line, hmm. kind of like where it's just. I think they were saying they go, th they they will cut. Like 30 cows a day up there. Wow. <clears throat> That's cool. But the guy that started it, his dad was an, the owner of a grocery store. So he was kind of just on the grocery side. And then he went over and butchered one cow. And he start, decided, dude, this is awesome. Started that up. And his dad's like, are you really going to do this? Or do you want to take over the grocery store? And he's like, I hate the grocery store. <laughs> I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to work there. So they just put tons of money into a new facility up there. And they've been running pretty good. That's cool. I think there's actually quite a few large meat operations here in Utah. Be crazy to kind of find out all the back end of meat that goes to everyone's tables through the grocery stores. It's probably not how people really think it happens. I think some of them up north here in Logan, I think some of them get their cows from local butchers or their meat. Some of the grocery stores? I don't think most people think of where their meat comes from. No, most people don't. It, we've been so pulled away from traditional like how I was telling you and Julie, like, most people don't even realize what it takes to raise chickens. Like, you guys had a whole bunch of chickens and just a few of them hatched. Or you had a whole bunch of eggs. You yeah, we had them. 22 eggs and then the, the mom chick hatched eight of them. And then we didn't really quite know what to do with them. And then we thought the mom would just take care of them. And then six of them died, so now we only have two chicks. Dang. Did they have water? Yeah, but I kind of thought the mom would take care of them. So there was food and water for them, but it was outside of the box that they were in, and the chicks couldn't get out of that box. Oh, dang. Then Joe's like, they should teach that stuff in, in high school. In high school. Yeah. Just, just a common knowledge of... Government doesn't want people to know how to raise their own food. The school system's so broken. They don't teach you any life skills. They don't even teach you taxes. Whatever, I took home ec. I learned how to cook. Sew. I, yeah, I guess I did learn how to sew. That was actually a fun class. I don't think I've ever sewn anything since school. <laughs> I've cooked, though. I've, I've quilted a couple blankets. Production has just changed life. Like, before... Your mom would sew your pants and your shirts, and you would get a hole in it, you'd go repair it. 
They'd even sew up and make a full pair of pants for you. But now it's just cheaper for your time to just go buy a $5 shirt from Walmart. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, Joe's like, I bought these shirts for 5 bucks at Walmart. I'm like, dang. I bought this shirt for 25 bucks. My work shirt, it just gets trashed and dirty and ruined. I'm like, I could buy five of those shirts for one of these shirts. My work shirts cost $90. The FRs? Yeah. And they probably get trashed and ruined just as fast. Yeah, they get burnt up. It's too bad you don't have a company that will pay for your clothes for you. He does. His own company. <laughs> When I worked at Carhartt, then we'd get people come in and they'd say, they're like, oh, we're just at the refineries. So I'd pull up this list of names and find their name, then catalog that and put the amount that they spent, and then it would just get reported. I always buy all my work clothes on the company, and it's all tax write-off. Does anybody have a conspiracy? I always have have some throughout the week and then I just don't write them down. Yeah, put them in your notes. So they're instantly gone as soon as I'm done thinking of them. <laughs> I never think of conspiracies really that often at all. You don't? No. You, you have ever... to. It's all part of our podcast. Talk about business, conspiracies, and everything in between. I'll talk about business and everything in between. <laughs> well, I got a conspiracy. Do you think... Major League Sports are fixed. No. I've seen that all over. It's a big thing. They say it's like the Super Bowl. Like it's all played out. I don't think it is. I think it could be partially fixed. With, um, it could be fixed in the benefit of someone else, but they can still lose. I definitely think that refs can be like bought out. Yeah, refs can get can be like corrupt. And that the games can be tainted. But I don't think that there's like when the season starts there's some organization who wrote out, you know, play by play, point by point, game by game, the whole season. I saw some videos that were made me think about it a bit. I saw so the video I saw, then there was a basketball with like a, a weight in it with a motor so it could like spin the ball and curve it to, and it had like a tracker to the hoop so you could throw it half court and it would find its way into the basket. Dang. And they, they cut the ball open and everything and there was this huge contraption that like the size of a baseball with batteries and a weight that could spin. That'd be so funny. You get on the... You go steal the game ball and cut it open. <laughs> I think there's too many people involved for it to not be like pretty common knowledge that stuff like that's happening. Because like all these athletes, they're just normal people who strive to get into, you know, major league sports and they put in all they can every day to get become the best. I think that there would be so many whistleblowers if people said, oh, my ball has just scored for me. What if they don't know and it's all set up by the owners of the teams? That could be, but I think that would be pretty hard to try to hide. 
Not really, because how would they know that they're not just making good shots? Because they practice to make good shots all the time. I feel like it'd be hard to tell that, the like, keep the ball feeling the same. Like, I feel like the players would be able to notice that there's... Well, don't they switch out the game ball all the time? Yeah, they do switch, but, but that could... They could just have a lot of balls set up for it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think it's... Like, really you don't think it'd be able to tell that that ball had this weight in it? I don't know. Because normal ones are just full of air. But they'd probably be able to pick it up and know that the ball's heavier. I've also seen people that make posts like, if this happens and you know it's rigged and then that doesn't happen. I'm like, yeah, I guess well, it's not it's rigged. it's still rigged. <laughs> I definitely think that, like I said, refs can be bought out, players can cheat. Yeah, I don't think it's um, rigged, though. But then I've also heard, like, conspiracy of... Like, major league sports is just a way to distract distract people. people. Yeah. Have you ever watched LeBron James playing? He's such a baby. I don't play a lot. I don't watch a lot of basketball. I don't, I don't like actually watch sports. a lot of sports. Period. I used to watch the Super Bowl, but I don't I haven't watched one for years. I don't I've ever watch, watch games. Clips, really. so yeah, mostly just people clips. That point out that LeBron James is being a crybaby about it. But supposedly he's the king of basketball. LeBron? He's dead, Kobe. isn't he? No, Kobe's, oh, Kobe's dead. dead. I thought Kobe or Michael Jordan was. LeBron James just barely... He has all the, he has all the records. Really? LeBron James just tore down his $32 million mansion to build his dream house. <laughs> Why didn't he just sell it and build his dream house somewhere else? <laughs> that seems really dumb. <laughs> I just saw it come up on my feed. Like just a little but news article. I think article. He, LeBron James broke all the records. Huh. He has the most points scored. I think Michael Jordan's just probably the most well known because he pushed his name with Nike. Do you think Michael Jordan is more well known than Kobe? I think so. I think for our generation, but I don't know about the next generation. I think purely just because of Air Jordans and the the brand that Michael Jordan's built for himself. Yeah, but I've never I for a long time I didn't know that George Foreman grills were from a a sports. Did I didn't even know George what George Foreman grill was? A George Foreman grill? Yeah. It's like a mini little electric grill. I know what they are now, but I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> but George Foreman was like super good at one of the sports. <laughs> I don't even know which one. I saw a clip on it the other day. <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is. He was making so much money off the royalties of these girls that they had to like buy out the... <clears throat> the um, name? No, they had to buy out his contract. And then part of the buyout, he <clears throat> agreed to just let his name stay with the, the girl. So now, like, that's a pretty common, like, George Foreman girl... That's probably more known than George Foreman himself, I think, is what you're saying, right? Okay, he was a boxer. I, I kind of thought he was a boxer, but I didn't want to say, but yeah. So, what you're saying is the George Foreman grill is more known than George Foreman himself. To me, it was, yeah, because my generation was pr was after his career, so I never knew he was, was a boxer. Was his career with Mike Tyson? 
Uh, I don't know. So you think in Air Jordans, people are going to just think Air Jordans is just a just sneaker. A shoe, yeah. Just a shoe. And they're not even going to know that it was based off of a good Black basketball Jordan. player. George Foreman competed between nine, 1967 and 97. So I think he was fighting the same time as Mike That's Tyson. a 30-year period. He was... That's a long time. Yeah. I think he got two world champions, it says. Mike Tyson was world champion at 19 years old. That's crazy. Dude, my 19 year came and gone already. I'm not a world champion. Dang it. Oh, uh, did Leah tell you she saw your brother today? <laughs> no. <laughs> she was driving with me around town, and she says, I saw someone that looked exactly like Brigham. He had fiery red hair. <laughs> it looked just <laughs> like him. <laughs> I was like, oh, t when you see Brigham today, tell him that you saw his brother. <laughs> Joe tells me all the time, Brigham, I saw your brother. Your brother's here. We'll be in like Yellowstone or something. He's like, what? Where? It gets me every time. I'm like, what? Where? And then I just see someone with red hair. I'm like, dude, you're so stupid. Because <laughs> I know his brother, so he thinks I actually seen him. She said the guy actually looked like you, though. None of my brothers look like me. She says, wait, does he actually have a brother? I says, yeah. And it looks like him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Wesley, when we were younger, we kind of looked a lot like, but now that we're both matured into adults, we're, our f facial structures and our bodies are drastically different. I think kids are a little bit easier to look like. Yeah, for sure. Then you start going through puberty and you develop your own facial and body structures. Yeah. Like Wesley's uh, super short. He's kind of stout. Like he's not fat, but he's. He looks like he's strong. He, yeah. He just has a lot of natural. He's got wide shoulders. Yeah. He's got really wide shoulders. I look at pictures when Leah was a baby and how Izzy looks right now. It's identical. They look exactly the same. Except for your brothers. I'm not. Freaking Idaho, and I was working with uh, with Chris, Chris, and then the Brownians here, and I go over and I, I say, "What's up, Chris?" And the guy turns and to me, "You're not Chris." <laughs> it was John. I think. No, not Jeremiah. John. Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah. Chris and Jeremiah look there. a lot alike. Some people say I look a lot like Chris. And then Chris was just standing behind or sitting down, and he's like, "I'm right here." And I look. I'm like, "What the freak?" But when I was a way little kid, I thought John and Jeremiah looked a lot alike. I don't think they look that much alike. I don't think they do at all right now. <coughs> I remember going out to Ibapaw for Christmas, thinking they looked alike. I was probably like three or four, though. I'm trying to think. there. I used to think a couple of people looked identical, but the first time I saw Julie's sister... It looked exactly like Julie, but now she doesn't, now that I know her a little more. I think that's one of the biggest things, once you just actually get to know the person, then the personalities make people look different. And you kind of, spending time around them, you kind of see different features. Yeah. Do you ever get people saying that you look super familiar and asking where you're from? Look at that. Like, everywhere I go, I get that. I'm at the hospital trying to park and <clears throat> there's an open parking lot parking stall and I'm going to back into it so I 
pull around, and then there's a car coming, and I'm they're just going slow, and I'm like, dang it, they're going to take my spot. Then they pull up next to me, and they roll their window down. You look just like my nephew. C cool. <laughs> Are you going to park here? No, I just wanted to tell you. All right. She's like, his name's John. I'm like, yep, I don't know him. <laughs> Expecting you to get something out of it. It's like... Can you move? <laughs> I'm like, okay, hey, I'm going to park here. She's like, all right. And then she moves and I back in and go into the hospital. Did you go to the gym on Monday? Yeah. Were your legs super sore? No, not bad. Mine are pretty sore. I didn't push very heavy because I wanted to get the movement down right. But during the workout itself, then the run fatigued me pretty bad. On that second round... My legs were like jello. Dude, I'm like pushing that squat. My right leg's like quivering every time I'm like max my squat out and then my legs just sitting there quivering and I start going again. I'm like, dude, I'm just waiting for it to just cave. I start running on round two. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make it through five rounds of this. We did though. Yeah. By like the last three jogs. Did you throw up? No. I have thrown up after I was done. You're starting to get accumulated. One day I went back to the shop to meet someone there. And I changed my clothes and then throw up. <laughs> and all it was was water. Because I drank like a 16 ounce water bottle while I was at the gym. And then took a couple more big drinks from the drinking fountain. And then I, 20 minutes later, just throwing up just water. Now that you've, this is your second week or third? This is my third week. So... It should just, it's not going to be as rough as it was. Well, a lot of the times I think it's waking up early and then also like, I think for my body particularly, like no going on nothing kind of doesn't sit well with my body. And then going on nothing and then putting something in my body after pushing <clears throat> that hard. Because like the first time I threw up, I went back home, showered, cleaned up, and then I made myself like a drink of supplements. So I'm like like regain stuff and then some vitamin C and some other supplements. Whenever I mix up my supplement drinks, I only do it in about four ounces of water because I don't want to sit there and have to keep drinking this drink. I want to just shoot it and get it done and over with. So it's like super thick because there's like 40 different supplements in there. And I just shoot it and then 10 seconds later I just throw it all back up. Your body will get used to working out in the morning, too. The days we go at 5.30, drastically harder than the days we go at 6.30. Doesn't even matter if you went to bed early or not. Yeah. The night before. <clears throat> Try hitting the 4.30 class. That's rough. We never have yet, have we? Not together. That means I haven't at all, because I think I worked out every time when you have. I missed today, though. My alarm. Didn't even hear it. I don't know if it got set. You got to go Friday because that's our conditioning test. We did want the same thing that we're going to do on Friday on the first of the month. You wasn't there, but um, it was just 20 minutes straight of rowing. See how many how f many calories, I think, your max calories in 20 minutes. We're going to do it again on the 30, 30th. Or 31st. There's only 30 days, huh? Yeah. No, there's... In June, there's 30. Oh, you're going to get on the 30th. 
You do it the first and the last of the month. Just the, uh, I've never seen them do this before, but yeah, just to see, because this was a conditioning month, they said, so we're supposed to see how much we improved throughout the month. Dude, rows suck. I used to think they sucked, but they're not that bad for me anymore, because I YouTubed like, the correct form and how to do it. it. makes it way easier. She's telling me I have to, like, before I bend my knees, she wants me to shoot my hand forward. Yeah, on your way back in? Yeah. So Like your hands need to shoot in first and then you pull your body forward with your knees. So they want to be the, your arms want to be the last thing to work and the first thing to go back. My stupid tennis shoes. It's so stupid when rows are putting in the workout because you got to move to your next workout pretty quick. But these tennis shoes are just cheap tennis shoes from Walmart and they're super flared out on the back end. So they get stuck in the saddle of the row, the stirrup of the row. So every time I need to pull my foot out, I can't. I have to take my foot out of my shoe and then pull my shoe out of the stirrup. It's annoying because I'm trying to switch to my next exercise. And I can't get my damn shoe out of the and row it's machine. Yeah, yeah, but most of the time, I haven't had a problem not completing something yet. Do you think Elon Musk well, and by time. Zuckerberg are going to fight? Yeah. Oh, we can talk about that. That's going to be so cool. <laughs> Is Musk training? Because Zuckerberg's a black belt, I think. He's yeah, not he's a black belt, but he's been doing... Well, he's he not karate. Won. He's doing taekwondo or... Uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. He, uh, he won some amateur tournaments. Zuckerberg did. Yeah, he's getting pretty good into jiu-jitsu, but... And he's a lot younger than Musk. Elon Andrew. Musk is training. I've seen a bunch of stuff today that's saying somebody... Is Andrew Tate training him? No, someone else who's pretty known in it, but I don't know who it is. Like Probably Brian Hill or, or... There was a trainer from South Africa that says he wants to train him so that they can have that South African pride. Because Elon Musk is from South Africa. Was he, bo he was born in Canada. Elon Musk? I think he was from. Let's check. Let's see. I'm pretty sure it's South Africa. He was, he he he's been in Canada, South Africa, and America. But I want I I want to say it's South uh, Canada and then South Africa. He was born in South Africa. Pretoria. And then they moved to Canada when he was still pretty young. I saw this thing. Elon Musk's mom is pleading people to not encourage him to fight. <laughs> <laughs> How old is his mom? She looks freaking old. This <laughs> picture of him and his mom next to each other in this little article. Don't make my baby get beat up. <laughs> and then this person who, he said they went a, him and Elon Musk went a couple rounds on a, a little training spar. And he was like, he said he was actually blown away at his, his strength. Elon strength? Yeah. Who was, who said that? If I had my phone here, I'd be able to check. But if you go to Valuetainment, on Instagram, it's one of the posts there, and you can see that's a that's um what's that guy that I always say his name is like Patrick Bet. Yeah, that's his inner his media company, but value what valuetainment. But the trainer, he said he's like I don't think he's like I I'm glad that Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are getting into jiu-jitsu and stuff like that, into martial arts. But he's like, I don't think them sp being in a cage fight is the best is thing. Lex Friedman? Why? Yeah, Lex Friedman. Why not? I don't know what his reasoning was. It's just fun. Plus, they're going to make a ton of money off it. Um, Who's the... 
who's the owner of the UFC? Uh, Dana. Yeah, Dana White. He said that this is going to be the biggest fight of all time. I know. It's going to... Everybody's going to watch it. Because these two people have way more... What even started it? I think a comment Elon made about Zuckerberg. Um, There's a cow outside. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? How close is he? Dude, it's right here by the door. I can see his nose through the door. Her nose. But... I'm pretty sure it started from Elon making a comment. Just trolling. And then... Uh, Elon's a pretty good troll. <laughs> I don't know exactly, so I'm not going to say, but... Did you see the picture of his mom on there, too? If you could watch any two people fight, who would it be? Like, throughout history or even fictional characters. Dumbledore and... Dumbledore... Dumbledore and Gandalf. Dumbledore and Gandalf? Dang, that'd be a good one. I said Dumbledore. <laughs> it's the two of two, them mixed. Two of the most powerful wizards. Of all time. Hmm. Who would you root for? I think Dumbledore <laughs> probably would win. You think so? Yeah. Dude, Gandalf defeated the Balrog? Yeah, but what is Gandalf going to do when Dumbledore says abracadabra and he's dead <laughs> I'm sure he has some spell that counteracts it he probably will yeah, go but... you shall not pass <laughs> Gandalf had that cool crystal on his staff and he had his owls Did does it ever show Gandalf doing magic besides that part when he's blowing some freaking awesome smoke <laughs> He's blowing clouds. <laughs> Just hanging out with Bilbo. <laughs> blowing this big old pirate ship. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, I ain't gonna learn how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. <laughs> Joe says when he was a kid, he's at his... At your aunt's house or your grandma's and picked up someone's cigarette. My aunt. <laughs> smoked it. Did I, you actually get a hit? No, it just... It was out? It just... No, it wasn't out, but I put it in my mouth and I just started coughing instantly. And now this cigarette's broken. How old were you? Probably like four. <laughs> Three or four. Damn. Kids are freaking curious little things. Let's see, Gandalf. Dude, I don't know Dumbledore. if I could choose. That's like the OG. I don't know. I'd root for Dumbledore. But I'd like to watch and see what happens. <laughs> I wish I could. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. There used to be like, I think there's people online who like do duels between two characters. I think they've done that. They have? Yeah. Huh. Like they'll do Batman versus Superman duels or like just random duels. They'll kind of yeah, make a... See what... Because I'm sure people it's... in the comics, have they have their status, so their strength. They have their, and their... their stats. Yeah. Stats. Do you think anyone could beat Goku? I never watched Dragon Ball Z. What? I when I was a little kid, but I didn't get any of the storyline. Dude, those animes have some pretty intense storylines. I watched Naruto. I never watched Naruto either. Naruto's awesome. I watched a bunch of other animes. Not those ones. <clears throat> so only non-fictional characters who would you choose? Non-fictional? I would choose Samson versus Goliath. Hand to hand, no weapons. Dang. 
to the death. Ken Sampson has his long hair. Yeah, I was just going to say, has his yeah. hair been cut yet? His hair is long AF. <laughs> to his butt. It's braided. He's at full power. <laughs> I already know who's going to win. Who? Samsung. Goliath freaking fell with a tiny little stone. He got hit in the forehead with a rock. Yeah. All Samson will have to do is pull out his sling. No, no weapons. Okay. He just has to bonk him on the nose. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> the rock isn't actually what killed him. He got his head chopped off. The rock just fainted him? It knocked him out. Then David went out and grabbed his sword and cut his head off. And then he made someone's husband die. And Tool stole his wife. <laughs> and God smited him. <laughs> he was greedy. God said he'd give him anything he wanted. Who he would have asked. Who would your non-fictional characters? Let's... See what Joes are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you already said one that was fictional, but <clears throat> that guy that is talked about in the Rings book. Oh, um, the Book of Five Rings. Yeah. What was his name? I always forget. Who would you pair him up with? So that samurai guy that. Let me find his name real quick. And then I'd pair him up with Gandhi. Gandhi. <laughs> Does he even fight? No. Who was the guy that... Gandhi's just like a, a Indian world peace person. Then I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Who was the Mi guy? Miyamoto Musashi. Gandhi would just sit down and like preach to him. Then they wouldn't have a fight. Maybe he would win that way. Maybe. I was going to say Hitler and Stalin. Let's just pair them up. and But neither of them are really fighters. Who, who did you say he would fight? He said Gandhi, but that's not who he's thinking. I think you should choose someone else. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who the... He probably knows the Mongolians. Oh. Who was that guy? Uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. I bet... I would bet on Musashi. If it was one-on-one. -on -one, because Musashi never lost a battle. And if it was a fair fight, I don't think Genghis Khan would get him. Let's see. He was pretty short, right? Genghis Khan. I think they both are short. Let's watch the Leonidas, Leon, Leon, Leonidas. Leonidas versus versus Russell Crowe. Yeah. The Gladiator. <laughs> I was going to say The Gladiator, but I don't think that's a true character. So yeah. I'm sure there probably were many great gladiators, but I, man. That's Leonidas was an actual character, though. That king, yeah, that king, Le king Leonidas, versus. I would bet on Leonidas, because the Spartans, if you, um, dude, that was their whole life. Researched how they trained the Spartans. That was like, until they were thirty years old, they had to train. My dad would always from an eight-year-old. Yeah. My dad would always like to tell me how the Spartans were gay, like they enjoyed pleasuring with little boys and it's like a known history fact and he's like so now they're not that cool but they're still pretty cool I think they're pretty cool they liked little boys but they're still were freaking badass fighters yeah 
which culture's just different through the ages. Could be right or wrong, but yeah, that's pretty wrong, I think. <laughs> I well, think could be right. I would say not necessarily that, but just culture throughout the ages. Yeah. There's things that were right or wrong, and in your mindset, it's wrong. But in their mindset, it wasn't wrong. Not trying to justify anything, but... I think it probably was still wrong in their mindset. They was just... I don't think so. It was like a pretty known I think cultural they, norm. Yeah, they did it to, I think, toughen them up, they say, but... I guess, yeah, it was just a cultural norm. It's pretty gay. Well, that's and 100%. I don't think anyone can... I don't think anyone can deny either of those two things, but just the fact of, like culture and the way it comes across is all just it's all just a belief and it just changes through the years there's still a right or wrong whether you believe it or not there is right or wrong man. do you think the the main bad guys like Hitler or Stalin or Genghis Khan thought they were good yeah 100% I think they do I think that they thought they were good I think you almost have to think that you were so doing do you think stuff. Bill Gates for, right. thinks he's good. Yeah. I think anybody who's pushing stuff like that, any kind of agenda, they have to believe in their agenda and that it's right. That's crazy. I don't think that. You think they push it for no reason, or just? I don't think it's for no reason. You don't just think like that they believe in their agenda? I think they're just greedy. They think it's good to be bad. Just like on that song. Is that a song? I don't know. I think that there's probably a... That's on Disney somewhere, huh? It's so good to be bad or something like that. Man, what is that from? I think that there's probably a point in their life that it was bad. But I think as time progresses, then it just becomes who they are. And it's not bad to them anymore. I think your body, your soul has it can't ever be at conflict if that makes sense so if it's ever at conflict it'll be at conflict for some point in time but eventually one or the other will rule and then that and in order for it to no longer be in conflict you have to honestly believe the other good to be bad i guess is a song <clears throat> otherwise you'll always just be in this internal turmoil and i'll just eat you till you do something about it, whether it's kill yourself or choose one or the other. Like, I don't see it that way. Cause people that still and that enjoy it, they know it's stealing, but they still will do it all the time. Yeah, but they, they think like it's it. okay. Not necessarily. They don't think it's right, but they think it's okay they know that it's they wrong. do it. They know if they get caught, they're going to jail or getting tried for it. But they don't think it's good. They know it's not good. There's also a lot of people that steal because they think it's okay to steal. Some people. Yeah. There's also a lot of people who steal just because they think it's the only way to survive. Not necessarily the only way, but the easiest way at their point in time. Or some people think it's okay to do it because it's the only way to get ahead. But they know, they still know it's not right to do it. Could you imagine if you freaking stole and got caught? Fucking chop your hand off. 
That's <laughs> it. I don't really steal, so. <laughs> like in Robin Hood. Like the opening scene of Robin Hood, they're going to get their hands chopped off. Rob, did you think Robin Hood thought it was okay that he was stealing? I don't know. I didn't see Robin Hood. I seen the cartoon. I never remember them get having to get their hands chopped oh, off. Oh, no. It's the one with uh, Russell. No. Who's the guy who plays in Yellowstone? The main guy? Kevin Costner. Yeah. So he, there is a Robin Hood, like actual movie Robin Hood, and Kevin Costner was the main guy. <clears throat> he was Robin Hood. That's like what made Kevin Costner, that was like his first major role, or really? at least one of them. You guys have never seen that Robin Hood? I've seen it when I was a kid. Yeah, it was like almost the opening scene. They're going to get their hands chopped off. I don't remember off. anything about it. Dang, we need to have Kevin a movie Costner, night. Kevin Costner is... Can't, isn't going to be in Yellowstone anymore. No, yeah. He, uh -uh. By his own choice, I think. Why? He just is done. He says it's too much. Isn't he the main character? Yeah, but they'll just rewrite the story. Huh. They do it all the time. They did it for The Office. Yeah. Michael Sott said he was done. And I wonder Scott. why he's done. I think he's stated it. I don't know the reason. But I think it's... Like, I'm not even caught up on it, but that was pretty good. Yeah, I haven't Yellow, watched any of it. And dude, Yellowstone's freaking awesome. I'm not watching it till they finish. I'll just binge watch it. They have They're finishing it right now, I 1883 think. 1883 and then 1906. Prequels. Yeah, I, don't, I watched 83. It was alright. I watched part of 83 and it's, <clears throat> it shows them in this like bunkhouse. While they're traveling west. In a wagon? Yeah. But while they're staying in this hotel bunkhouse thing. Oh, like that then. scene? Then this guy that's also staying in the hotel breaks into his daughter's room. He's going to rape her. To rape her. The dad just walks in and shoots him in the head. And he's like, all right, let's go. They leave. <laughs> nice. Dude, it's, it's just like a different the time west. in the Wild West. No law and order. They might come to that again. Dude, that'd be crazy. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> after all the pe after everything's like calmed down it would be kind of cool but to start with it wouldn't yeah dude that's a whole different time the wild west no law and order that'd so be a there crazy would be time law to order live because too. the strong i guess there would be it'd be just like the wild west like there was good guys and bad guys but everyone had to stand there stand up for themselves yeah instead of rely on anyone else well, until you get, like, democracy in, in any kind of, like, group organization, then it, it's always going to be survival of the fittest. Have you ever watched... What is it called? Uh, that zombie show. What's the that popular zombie show? I Am Legend. No. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Yeah. It's... Kind of like that? Yeah. Where you get these organized groups that... They maybe do stuff differently than what you think is right. They're portrayed bad, but it's all just survival of the fittest. Yeah, like that, Keegan. That was like my favorite part and about that show. And the governor. How the civilizations kind of act with each other and how they war and fight. I think that was pretty close to how it would be. The second you stop organizing and coming together as a, a group of people, then it always just reverts to animal ways of survival of the fittest. It's either survival of the fittest or you become 
just work together. I used to watch zombie shows all the time, and then I'd dream that I was in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> I bet it just seems awesome because it's so different than life today, but if you're in it, it's so freaking stressful. I was just thriving. <laughs> <laughs> you already know that's how you're going to be. <laughs> Dude, I thought they had it all set up. They got this awesome prison compound. And then, and then freaking the governor the comes. The governor Dude. comes and wrecks it all. What a douche. They had gardens and secure walls. <clears throat> he just runs it over with a tank. Dang. Negan. I stopped watching it because I'm like, just the because Negan the pure that guy's head. Yeah, the pure brutality of Negan is like, it wasn't even enjoyable to watch. I liked Negan. He was awesome. He was a not a good guy, but <clears throat> he was a good leader. Well, <laughs> I don't know. He was just cool. <laughs> he was just alpha. Yeah. There was a show kind of like that you'd probably like. It's called... Dang it. A zombie oh, show? No, it's not a zombie show, but it's like a post-apocalypse. Post yeah. Kind of show. And then it's... Freak is it called? It's on, like, I'm watching clips of it play through my head right now. It was a pretty good series. But it, kind of the same thing. You get these different organizations. But it was a little bit more like America as a whole. And you kind of had, like, one big group here. And then a big group here and a big group here. Kind of like when there was the Confederate in the, the North and the South. And this was, like, throughout America there was three big they called them militias. Hmm. They kind of warred between each other. I think if that anything like that was to happen today, which this was like the power, the grid went out and stuff, and but it, in the mindset of zombies, that would be different because now your enemies, the zombies, and it would probably be a mass, like a mass. You know who the enemy is to start with. Well, and I think there would be a huge, like way bigger depopulation with uh, a zombie apocalypse versus like a massive grid power outage where there's no more power anymore it just all was wiped out they were saying if there was a power outage 90% of America would die within the first six months that's freaking crazy you think that's pretty accurate all the big cities the cities the inner cities there's no way they'd survive they don't have any way to make food up in the in the cities it's all shipped most of the population are in big cities. 90% of the populations are in big cities. How much of the people dying do you think would be not necessarily from starvation or... or there would be a ton of purging. Yeah, it would, kill them, I bet then... almost all of it would be from purging. A lot of it, for sure. And Probably like people would start 70%. And then, and then people would sickness. start eating each other. <clears throat> There wouldn't be any hospitals open, and there would be no police or National Guard because they're home protecting their family. I thought that was funny in uh, 
The Walking Dead, then Rick goes and puts his uniform back on and tries to be a police still. It's like, the dude, first episode. yeah, <laughs> go home. <laughs> <laughs> then he finds his family and his best friend's just banging his wife. Yeah, the, uh, after like a couple of days. <laughs> it's like, oh, nice. That's a cool, uh, that actor's pretty cool. Which one, one Rick, or the one who is banging his wife? The one banging his wife. Um, I've never seen him in anything. I've seen him in other things, but I can't remember he's what. He's the Punisher. <clears throat> I've never watched it. And then he's... He played an arrow, I think. The Green the green Arrow. A DC well, I listened to him on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's pretty cool. Yeah, outside of acting, he's now pretty into the space of, like... He, he's pretty... Um, logical and he's logical and he's christian i think he has his own podcast huh. yeah he had a podcast with shia shia Bluff, yeah huh that's well, shia LaBeouf was um going through all that shia LaBeouf is an interesting guy yeah he is he was in i think he was here in utah when he was at that um rehab facility but i think the guy's name is john he seems like a John. It'd be hard to grow up with that much attention on you. It would be hard. He was a <clears> child <throat> yeah. star. What was his first show? Holes. Holes, I think. Holes? Maybe. That's the first was, one I know of. He was on that Disney channel, too. Or a couple, like, Dude, Stevens. you see these things on, like, Disney stars that None they just fall off. Out. Yeah. Like, they get into their their adult life and they just fall off the rails. Well, it's most, even if it's not Disney stars, it's most childhood stars. Yeah, yeah like, even the like Harry kid, Potter. Yeah, and the kid who played in Home Alone. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin. He looks just like he did when he was a kid, except... <laughs> He's got his scraggly, scruffy beard. He looks like he did meth. <laughs> I don't know if he did, but... He definitely... kind of looks like he did. Yeah. But it, if Do you think it's the money? I think it's just the I lifestyle. How much of the money do you think they actually get control of versus their parents? I don't know. Um, you know, uh, the Zach and Cody twins? Yeah. They turned out pretty good. I, I listened to a podcast where, where one of them, I don't know which one, went on. And he was talking about how his childhood was. And he talked about how it was, like, being an actor as a kid and stuff. Pretty interesting. I think a huge part of it probably has to be just their their home life and their family life. His mom ended up stealing a lot of his money or whatever and ditching. But his dad, I guess, protected him from all that trash that most childhood stars go through. So if it wasn't for his dad, he, they probably would have ended up bad. But Our podcast just sounds like country life and yeah was, I was listening to one of the previous ones and you just hear our goat screaming in the background <laughs> sounds like a kid <laughs> maybe that's a good thing maybe it's not I don't know I thought it was kind of funny but uh if we get when we get huge and we got hundreds of episodes and you go back to our first ones and it's just in a freaking field <laughs> Murr! <laughs> <laughs>
so that this was our last week of the powerless. Yeah. Dang, totally forgot about our checklist. So I was thinking which we should everyone stayed up to date with it. Went pretty good. Yeah. Powerless is awesome. I will keep implementing it. <clears throat> Makes me way more productive. 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 Yeah. Um I kind of want to do seventy five hard. But that's like seven weeks. But before that, we could do a couple of shorter ones. I just think in the future, 75 hard should be on the list. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And I was thinking, if you guys don't have another idea for a actionable item coming up, um, I was thinking for the next week, I don't know if we have to do this one for four weeks, but the next week, just have zero negative negativity come out of our mouth so zero gossip and no complaining about anything <clears throat> even even something as simple as saying that your back is sore nothing no gossip no talking trash anything negative cannot come out of your mouth all right try it out for a what week. about um if you get into an argument as long as it's a positive argument <laughs> so when I smash my finger at work it's like man I freaking love that because <laughs> <laughs> I did today I'm freaking crimping this plumbing pipe and I it, you got all this force all this force and then it gives and I freaking smush my finger and it hurt pretty bad I'm like fucking that fucking hurt ow want to bash a hole in my freshly painted and drywalled wall <laughs> so no negativity none I don't think I'm that negative but I think it's going to be kind of hard to just proactively think about it Try and, just I'm, proactively think about gratitude I think that's probably one of the hardest things um not necessarily the hardest things, but the best way to do these things is you is honestly you have to actively think about it. Yeah. You can't go into this mindset of, you know, idle, idle thought and idle f functionality. Yeah, I'm curious to see if this is going to be a challenge or not. I think it's going to be cha more challenging than we think. Yeah, I think so too. Like sitting here, I'm not thinking I'm that negative, but I think it's going to be pretty challenging to actively think. And I've, I already know I'm going to have, it's going to slip once or twice, but I think that once or twice slip and that's going to be part of helping you actively think about it. And you know, document every time. Yeah, we should. After I slip, I'm going to pull my phone out. I said a fucking naughty thing. <laughs> I got a little negative today, guys. Yeah, I think we should document it and uh, see how how many times we slip be interesting <clears throat> and maybe we'll do it more than a week we'll see see how it goes and maybe I'll start thinking about some or try to find some new actionable items. actual items how long until we do 75 hard how long do you guys want to wait I just 
give it at least two weeks and um, we'll see if I'm up here at that butcher. So as soon as you move up here, yeah, then we'll do it. That's that'll work because it'll be it would be hard with your schedule right now, huh? Yeah, because right now I'm doing. Well, I'm done with school now, but last week I would go to school eight in the morning, and then after school I'd drive to Salt Lake, get in the semi truck, do a load, come back to the car and drive up to the butcher school and sleep in my car for three hours, and then go to school at eight. So I'd get back to the yard around 2 a.m., get up here, it's an hour and a half. So you get up here by 4. And sleep in my car until 8 a.m. in the parking lot at the school. <laughs> Dang, that sucks. I'm so tired. Okay, so as soon as Joe moves up here, um, we're going to start 75 hard. <clears throat> Two workouts a day that are 45 minutes. One has to be outside. That'll make me go to the gym a lot more. Because I don't want to find a workout at home. Yeah. You're not going to be able to go to the gym on Sunday. I know. But <clears throat> I think, think does that... golf count as a workout? No. <laughs> I wish. I think I'm going to do like... Golf every Sunday morning. <laughs> we should do that anyway. <laughs> we should do that anyway. <laughs> sounds awesome. Wake up. When does the golf course open? It's like 7 a.m. Dude, you could get nine holes in and be back home before breakfast is on the table. That'd be awesome. Or get home and put breakfast on the table. Yeah. The wives would probably like that. Yeah, it's for the wives. They'd love it. <laughs> Dude, drinking a gallon of water is freaking hard. I know. And yeah. I've done, I've not done any like research on but I've heard a lot of people say... That's not necessarily healthy. Not that not that's not healthy, but it's not necessarily like a needed thing. None of it's needed. Dude, when I freaking drink a gallon of water, it, it cuts into my productivity throughout the day so much. You have to pee. Dude, all the time. And some when you're drinking that much water, you can't freaking hold it. <laughs> Your body will start to accumulate it. Huh. You just have to, have to make sure because you're remineralizing because it'll a lot of times, yeah, it'll pull a lot of minerals out. Do a massive flush through your body, dude. I hate having to pee that, but like you're sitting there dancing, holding it so hard. Last time I was doing seventy-five hard, I was working on the burn table. So I, I get a cut going. I go and pee, come back, <laughs> cut's done. So I'm start pulling off the, the metal, the sheet metal. I have to freaking pee again already. So I pull the sheet metal off. Now I'm just freaking pee my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's go what I'm saying. The, go back into the bathroom, come back out, throw another piece on, get it going, get it, get it cutting, and go and pee again. Cuts like, into your productivity so much, and then you almost pee yourself five times in that day. It's like, man, I might as well just wear a freaking diaper. <laughs> or a catheter with a bag. Oh, that would be so nice. You have to pee like seven times in an hour. <laughs> Somebody was telling me about someone in their family who, he's a little old and senile now, so he has to wear a catheter, and she says it's kind of gross because they come over to the house and he's just holding his bag of piss. That is way gross. It's like out in the open, and he's just like lays it down on the floor, and she's like, you might want to pick that up. Like, these kids aren't going to be careful, and they're going to step right on it and bust your bag open, piss all over my floor, like... He's like, oh, sorry. So he picks it up, puts it in his lab. He just has to walk around with his his bag of urine. 
That's freaking gross. Did you know there's a fighter that drinks his urine every day? It's freaking nasty. I can't remember who it was, but Joe Rogan was talking about it. And Joe Rogan says he did it too. Like, he tried it. There's supposed to be some some benefit. I don't know. I heard that you can drink your urine like three times before it starts to be a little toxic for your body. That's disgusting. I'm saving drinking my urine to when I'm dehydrated and have my arms stuck in a rock and need to drink my urine for some water. How much more t- life do you think I'd give you if you was like... Like what Theo was saying. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> How much more time do you think it'd give you if you was like dying of dehydration to drink your pee? I don't know. I think at least at least six, six to eight hours, I think. Is it worth it? <laughs> yeah. For sure worth it. What do you mean? What if, I knew a kid that was... just die anyway. <laughs> I knew a kid that went hiking in Mexico, and they got lost, and they ran out of water. And he says he just started bottling his urine, because he didn't know how long he was going to be lost for. I know, that's a good thing to think about. Like, would you just pee on he, the ground? He and... says he was drinking it, and then some some rescue came and got him in a couple of days. Have you would, ever watched Better Call Saul? No. They do that. Would you... Like, how soon do you think you would realize, like, I should start holding on to my pee until you're so dehydrated you don't have any pee to hold on to? I don't know if I've ever been in an area where you can't just go find water. You're just not in the Sahara Desert very much then, huh? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Me either. I've drank in some pretty risky water, I guess. When I used to haul water on the mountains for cows, then I got stuck somewhere. And I had to drink some of the water in the tank, and the tank was nasty. But it didn't get me sick. I'm surprised. And there was no cell service? Yeah, no service. Dude, I've been hiking with like 90 pound back back of meat on my shoulders and had no water and hiking like four miles out my whole mouth is just so freaking dry i'm trying to save every swallow of like this much water bottle like two inches in my water bottle that only lasts me a mile <laughs> i still have like three more miles to go and then on the, like the last half mile i meet there's another hunter on the trail and I'm just sitting there taking a break. I'm like, yeah, I ran out of water three miles ago. He's like, here, take mine. Thanks, man. <laughs> You're a lifesaver. I mean, I would have made it to the car. It was another half mile, but still, dude, that was awful. We go hiking or hunting in East Canyon, me and Brigham. We hike up this super steep mountainside before sunlight. And... As soon as the sun starts coming up, we start seeing these orange dots on the hill. Hunters everywhere. Dang. We that sucks. See, I think clear off in the distance, we've seen a couple of does. But we didn't get anything that day. Well, should we wrap it up? Yep. <clears throat> Actionable item. No negativity. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave a comment if you want. And a review. Share the show. If you feel like it. We'll see you next time. Peace.